Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Shamila Dana, and I am the lead podcast interviewer for Pomozi. Pomozi Creatives hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth project, and this series spends some time with inspirational women who were nominated for the 2021 awards. She could see into my soul. Here with me today is Hazel, who has been nominated under the category of Arts for the Pomozi Portsmouth Inspirational Women's Awards 2021. Hazel is a fierce businesswoman who has worked tirelessly to build her children's theatre company, Black Hat Theatrical, over the last several years. During the first lockdown, Hazel realised that she needed to pivot her business to continue to succeed in challenging times. She developed her online platform to provide online theatre experiences for children and created a new strain of her business in the North Pole Elf Company. She has brought smiles to the faces of children throughout Portsmouth, as well as continuing to raise her own children. She's constantly finding new ways to entertain lift the community spirits and continue to grow her business. Hazel, what a pleasure to talk to you today. Hi, it's really nice to be here. Tell me more about your your business. Um, so my business started, it actually started as a uni project. Um, so I was a professional actress and singer for um, a very long time um, and then I hit 30 and thought oh gosh I don't know if I can keep traveling and doing this I need to settle down a bit so I went to uni um, and did a drama and production degree um, because what else would I do having been a professional actress um, and um, part of the degree was to form a company uh, so I formed that company with um, a group of friends and we started off doing sort of interactive events like murder mysteries, um, and it was much more um, sort of events-based and big parties and things like that, very interactive, like tactile experiences that people could really get involved in and be immersed in. Um, and when we graduated, um, a, lot of, a lot of the group kind of went home or moved away, and we all decided that actually, if I wanted to, I, I should continue the company. Uh, so we rebranded it slightly. Um, and um, my passion is really children's theatre um, and giving young people the opportunity to be involved in the arts. Um, I just think it's such a magical thing for children to have that way of expression so early on. Uh, so I rebranded it as a children's theatre company. Um, we started off with a drama school. We had a drama school that was from about the ages of six onwards. Um, we ran the drama school for a couple of years um, and then... When I was pregnant, I changed direction slightly and thought, right, this is this is lovely, um, but it's not really where our passion is. Um, my business partner moved on and I started focusing everything that we did on early years, which fitted really nicely with my home life, of course, because I now had um, this lovely, cuddly, chubby um, newborn baby. And I thought, well, I really want to create something that I'm passionate about, but that can grow with my family and that my children can enjoy. Um, I don't know, it sounds, it does sound a bit, I don't know what's the word, um, 
like, oh, look at me, I, I want to live the dream. So, and it wasn't really about that. It was just about um, how it fitted in with, with everything in my life at the time. Sure. And um, it's just grown from there. So we started off um, doing festivals. Um, we do a lot of entertainment at festivals, a lot of like walkabout entertainment. We do our interactive shows. Uh, the best thing about the shows that I write are that... Um, we basically can just plonk a box in a field, in a back garden, in a community centre. We can plonk a box down and the whole show comes out of the box. Um, you know, you'll have two actors or one actor and they'll literally just pull everything out. Um, a lot of the time we set the show up at the beginning so the audience is there and they've come in, they're sat down, they're watching and they're helping to set the show up and they're putting bunting up with you. Um, and it really gets them to help create that magic straight away. Um, I really wanted to take uh, the ethos of just being able to cre create magic anywhere. I wanted to take theatre outside of the four walls of a theatre. I wanted to make it really accessible to young audiences and really, um, just really magical. Um, I've said that a lot, <laughs> um, but it really is at the heart of everything I do, just that really magical experience of theatre. To me, theatre is home. Like I grew up in the theatre, I've worked in the theatre for forever and ever and ever, um, and I wanted my children to experience that, but I also wanted children that might not necessarily have access to the theatre, that might not be able to get to a theatre, that might not have the means to get to a theatre. I just wanted them to have that experience as well. Um, so it's and it's just and it's just growing from there. We do a lot of um, street street festivals outdoor festivals in the summer music festivals are always my favorite um but just before lockdown as well we started actually touring shows back into venues um which was a really big deal for me because um having said I wanted to create show theater that went that happened outside of a venue then having to adapt that to go into a venue um and having it seen on that scale uh, was just really amazing it's quite challenging actually because I've worked for so long without having to think about lighting and stage and um that actually thinking about how we were going to make that work was was amazing uh but yeah so that's that's my company in um a lot of words <laughs> that's fantastic and how, and tell me about the adjustments you've had to make during lockdown um I think the first thing that really scared me was that because everything I do is so interactive, I didn't know how it was going to transfer to being online. Um, I think that that I think everyone remembers that week, don't they? Before lockdown happened, when we suddenly realised that COVID was on our doorstep and things were going to change, and everyone was very anxious. And I remember having really long conversations with um, other companies that I work with or that I advise, I do um, a little bit of arts mentoring as well, and saying, right, you need to move what you're doing online. You need to take your teaching online. You need to look at ways to put your performances online. And I remember knowing this wholeheartedly and being really passionate about this is how we were going to keep our industry going for a few months, as we thought at the time. Um, but actually, when it came to doing it myself, I felt like a fish out of water. And I just thought, oh, how how do I transfer what I do to online? Um, and I really, I, I, it scared me. I really sort of went round and round with it for a little bit. Um, but we were really, I was really lucky because um, a couple of, fest a couple of theatre companies uh, started doing online festivals. 
Um, and they got in contact with me and said, you know, you've got this amazing show, can we put it online? Uh, which was great because that took a lot of pressure off me because somebody else had come to me and said, we want your work. Fabulous. Um, we then created a bedtime story project. It's really interesting. I'd had this project about bedtime stories. I'd had the title of the project in my head for about a year and I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. I wanted to do something with bedtime stories. It was going to be called Black Hat Bedtime Stories. There was no... Um, there was just no content. There was no... I had no ideas of what it was going to be. It was just in my head. Um, and as soon as lockdown happened, it kind of... Um, it was still there. I thought, actually, this is how we're going to make it work. Because we can get the community to write in with their stories. It, um, we had children writing in with their stories. We did some sort of... Um, theming things and we said you know we can, you can have a theme you can pick this we did a bit of information about how to put together a good story um and we said you know write your stories and we had children writing in stories that were then read and performed online on a saturday night by professional actors we had um actors that were not working writing and recording stories and sending in to us um to kind of just share the creativity um all of my team Created our, created our own bedtime stories and, and performed them online. And I think it gave us a real sense of purpose because we're all, you know, I, every, I think everyone is familiar with the feeling of kind of that beginning of lockdown, just what, what do we do? We can't watch Netflix all day. <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. So it gave us all a really nice creative outlet. Uh, it, you know, it was amazing to see the engagement and see children writing stories and telling us their stories. We worked with um, Enableability as well, and um, one of our team did a story writing workshop with them. Uh, the young people at Enableability wrote their own bedtime stories based off that workshop. Uh, they sent them to us, we then recorded them. Um, our, ed our video editor put them all together in a, in a very professional video, and, um, and then they got something really amazing to um to look at and it was a really incredible achievement for them for us and it was just um it's just incredible and from there we had quite a lot of different places get in touch venues that were putting on online platforms and i started thinking why can't we do this um so we just um we started putting more and more stuff online we did um we did a lot of workshops i do a lot of kind of toddler drama things so i created um a parent club online and we shared lots of craft activities lots of theatre activities we put lots of videos on there we did fairy school we did um, pirate school we did detective school um, I put um, toddler drama sessions on there and it was all um, there was always downloadable activities that could go with them um, and we sold prop boxes as well that had like the sensory things like scarves and instruments and that's you know that's what all of our theatre is based on is the fact that the children get something really like tactile and sensory to be involved in. They couldn't come up on stage with us because we we're all in our own living rooms, but they could still join in. They still had like a little bit of black hat magic in their hands that they could get involved with. Um, and it was just it was just a really really nice way to sort of get us through the first lockdown. Um, it wasn't without its challenges, and I think there were points where we all sort of said, you know, we have to stop going in this direction and start changing it up a little bit um but it was yeah it was just lovely and it was really it actually really raised our profile as well and for all our listeners how can we how can um anyone listening access all this amazing stuff if they have young children <laughs> um most of our work goes onto our social media okay uh, so you can find us on facebook at black hat theatrical 
if you find our Facebook page, there is a Black Hat Parents Club, um, which is a community group on Facebook on there, and that's where we upload all of our activities. Um, you can also have a look at our Instagram. We do, we're do. we not doing so much live stuff at the moment, um, but all of our lives and things like that go up on there. Um, so it's, it's really all kind of social media based. It's very accessible. It's very easy to find. And what age group? Uh, we aim predominantly for um, the sort of two to five-year-old age group. But it is all very family-based. We have seven, eight, nine-year-olds really enjoying our work. Um, we have parents joining in with everything and saying, oh, this was actually really fun. <laughs> and I think that's that's the key, isn't it? Even with our uh, on-stage performances and our work in-person workshop sessions, it's about getting the parents involved as well. Yes, we want the parents to sit back and relax and, and watch their, their children enjoying themselves. And But we actually, we want to bring the parents back into it. We want to say, you know, you've had, you've had a bit of time to relax now. You've had this lovely family environment. Now it's your turn up on the stage too. And it just gives, our, it gives the families that enjoy our work a whole new way to enjoy it. And it creates lovely family memories as well as just entertainment for the children. Um, so a lot of the work that we've been doing online, again, has we get the parent feedback saying oh do you know what we really enjoyed that we had such a good time we got up and danced with the kids and we don't really do that and actually I find at home if one of my team records something I'll say oh come on kids let's let's go and do this and I'll put the washing up down because I'm just as guilty as, as everyone else of saying oh go and play <laughs> mummy's got work to do um but, you know I'll put the washing up down or I'll put the laptop down and I'll get up and dance with the kids and it's just it gives you a whole new lease of energy, doesn't it? And it just it makes you remember what really matters. Yes, and it's amazing. Everything that you're doing is amazing. So many families have had to adjust during lockdown, and um, it hasn't come without its challenges. And keeping children entertained is really something else. Like you're saying, I think everyone is guilty of saying, oh, you know... Just, I need to do, mum, because the laundry doesn't stop. The cooking yeah. doesn't stop. But it is nice. What I like about what you said is parents can get involved as well. Mm -hmm. And it also, it's a different, it's something different that you can implement within your family life as well. Mm -hmm. Especially where children are at home. I know they'll probably go back to school, but being indoors all the time has an effect on everyone within the home. And reading what people have, who nominate you, what, what they have said, is the impact that you have on children. This is priceless. And I think it's a real gift that you have to be able to, to do the work that you're doing, you know. How, how many children do you have? Do I have personally? Yes. Um, I have two children. Okay. I have a nearly six-year-old and a nearly three-year-old, um, a girl and a boy, and they are absolute bundles of energy um, and craziness. <laughs> um, and they uh, they think that they work with mummy because I, I'm at home making children's work, so they get involved a lot. They think they work with mummy. Um, my daughter thinks that she's in charge of all of mummy's work. Um, my son thinks he's um, a little superstar. Um, but yeah, they're brilliant. They um, they are so full of energy and so fun. Um, they they don't ever stop. <laughs> um, and yeah, they. Um, I think again, as I said earlier, they're part of the reason that I started 
doing the work in the area that I work in. Um, and I think it's really exciting that I get to, in a normal situation, I get to take them to festivals with me. Um, I did a, an, a, a, an event that was Pirates and Mermaids at the Spinnaker Tower, and I got to bring my daughter with me to meet a mermaid. Um, and I think children, the other thing that really is special about it is that children don't have the magic for long enough. Um, and I think this Christmas I really wanted to create that magic um, with the North Pole Elf Company and the stuff that I was doing with that. Um, I really wanted to create that magic. I really wanted to give that magic to children. And um, especially after the year everyone had had, um, I think personally for me from about July, my focus was just, let's just get through to Christmas. Everything will be fine when it's Christmas. Uh, so from about August, I started saying, right, what can we do at Christmas that will really make it for families? Um, we don't know about grottos. We don't know if they're going to be open. We don't know. Um, we just don't know. We don't know what the situation is going to be. Um, so I created um, a package of um, personal experiences for Christmas. We had elves going to people's houses. Um, I was very aware of like all the COVID regulations and, and the risks and we um, really worked hard on making sure that it was as magical as possible but with social distancing that it was secure that it was safe um, and that you know where necessary we had elves and Santas wearing masks but it was all part of um, the sort of the uh, Christmas mythology that we, we created around it um, and it was just just about giving children and adults that little extra bit of magic because as we all know Christmas didn't end up being as we as we planned mm. um and it made it extra special to have parents messaging me saying do you know what we had an elf and Santa come to our door and it was the most amazing thing and the expressions on the children's faces just made Christmas um and it was just it was just lovely because again to me and going back to um my own children I want my children to keep that magic as long as possible my daughter's nearly six I think you know she's she's not um she's not going to be fooled forever she yeah. knows what mummy does yeah. she's starting to catch on that's someone in a costume isn't it mummy like pardon um that that's someone in a costume yes but my elf isn't, is it? My elf is real. Yes, your elf is real, baby. <laughs> They're all real. I agree. Just keep the magic for yeah. as long as possible. And I think that's it. Just keep the magic. And to me, I really believe in that magic. I believe in the magic of theatre. I believe in the magic of all those like those magical, mythical characters. I want them to be real. And I want children to have that feeling of look at this magical thing that's happened to us and create and I really wanted to help families create memories that were um really tangible that were, weren't necessarily through a screen at that time and you know we did do we did video calls we did online stuff because it was necessary um we had people that had to isolate so we would and we delivered we delivered like Christmas gifts and, and advent calendars and things so we um we would deliver and we'd say to the parents this is this is where this is going to be, and then we'd be on the screen saying, right, we're going to do some North Pole magic. Um, we'd do the magic, and then um, we'd say, right, I think that we have sent, if we've done this properly, we've sent your advent calendar to the linen cupboard. Go and have a look. Um, and they'd find their advent calendar in the linen cupboard. And um, and it was just amazing to see the reactions. And they say, oh, we did the magic. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, I think 
lots of people do the do the same things that we do. I don't think we're really unique in that way, but I think the the magic and the energy that we give it um, is really special because all of nearly all of my team are parents, um, and we're all slightly older. We're all really. Um, We've all got that, got a very strong professional background, but we all really believe in the magic. We're not doing it because we need to make money. We're not doing it because it's just a job. We're doing it because we really want to create that magic. You know, we want to create the magic of theatre. We want to create the magic of Christmas. Um, and I think that really shows. And, um, and honestly, I cried Every single time a parent messaged me and said, you've made my son's Christmas, you've made my daughter's Christmas, uh, every single one I cried. <laughs> my, um, and I just, I just, I'm really passionate about what I do. Um, and I feel it, probably feel a bit silly saying it, but I just, knowing that I can make that difference to people, um, just with something as simple as, you know, the sort of mythologies that we keep in our house you know in our house we have these are our traditions we have an elf who is our family elf who brings our advent calendar who sends letters down the chimney and if I can share things that we do naturally in our house that keep my children's childhood magical if I can share things like that to wider families in the community especially at a time when things have been really difficult then it's um you know that's that's a win all round for me um the other thing we did was um a uh, one of my team members, who was a really dear friend of mine, um, had quite a difficult Christmas. It wasn't the Christmas she planned. And um, she was. She said, I don't want to waste this Christmas. What can we do to make this Christmas better, to take the, take advantage of my situation and make this Christmas better for other people? So we um, we gave away a number, like a, a quite a large amount of visits. So on Christmas Day, we went to see families. Um, and we people nominated the families. So I said, oh, I don't want to do it as a competition. I don't want to um, kind of, I don't know how we're going to choose this. So we asked people to nominate, you know, people that had a particularly difficult year or people that um, had, um, uh, Christmas was a little bit different to how they planned it was going to be. Um, and we just, oh, the nominations were just, some of them were incredible. And again, it's, I'm sure how you feel seeing the nominations for the Inspirational Women. Um, the stories that came out of it were incredible. The things that grown-ups, that the children, that entire families had gone through and were going through. Um, so we went through and we um, we picked a, a selection of them and we sent an elf to the house on Christmas Day, um, just to just to hang out, just to come and come stand outside with them again. Social distancing, COVID secure. I feel so sad that we have to sort of like reiterating yeah add that into everything but you know it was it was completely covid secure but it was just really nice to um know that there were children and parents that were not having the christmas they expected but actually we made it a little bit better because we sent someone we sent an elf from the north pole snowflake turned up at their doorstep and delivered candy canes and talked about their christmas presents and did a christmas wish and and then um, and it just it just made those magical moments and again it's something really simple isn't it it didn't yeah. it didn't do it, it wasn't a lot of work for us to put in um but the magic that it made for people um and it obviously you know it's it made us feel great which is an added bonus isn't it i think let's be honest it's it feels really nice to do nice things for people 
Absolutely. And children can never, ever get too much of love or too much of magic. Mm -hmm. Thank you for everything that you're doing. And hopefully our our listeners will uh, find you on social media and keep doing what you're doing. You are a true inspirational woman of the city. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)